back. This is Green Cows Don't Fly, and I'm B, and here's John. Yes, I am. Oh, you're there. <laughs> I am here. That was a delayed. I'm on the satellite delay today. On the what? Satellite delay. You used to get. Well, you still get it actually sometimes, don't you? When people are in far-flung parts of the world and they go, "B, what's it like out there?" Silence, and then you answer about three seconds later. Oh, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, and then I talk over you because yeah, I talk over you because well, yeah, no, I talk over you because I think you haven't heard me, and then you start talking over me because you think. Oh, I'm I'm very well. How are you? And it all gets like like this. Yeah, garbled. (laughs) (laughs) No, here we are in the green room cafe again. And yes, another episode. Um, And um, yes, 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 I'm here. Well, (laughs) well, as we see, we're pretty flagging immediately. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you about something. This is <laughs> so, going well already, yeah, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yes, this is scintillating. We'll put this on the clip show. Uh, Perfect, yes, sure. well, yes, well, here you go. Here's a, here's a, a slice of life, right? I'm coming back from my uh, supermarket on Saturday morning, and I come back mm. up the street. And funnily enough, there's a, there's a delivery van from that same supermarket in the street. Who shall not be named. Yeah, but he's parked all skew-whiff over the road, see? You know, and I, I, so he's parked on, on an angle. Uh, mm. And I go to go through, and it's patently clear I'm I'm never going to get through the gap. You know, the gap's just about big enough for a motorbike. Mm. So I, I pull back, and I think, well, he, he'd be out in a minute. Be out in a minute, you know. Like, you know, you get these guys doing a job. I've I've got you know got time. So we wait about four minutes anyway, four or five minutes. No sign of the bugger. So I get <laughs> I get out and go peering around the back of his van, and his doors aren't open. So that's funny, mm-hmm. bit weird. Okay. So I go back to my car and I go beep 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 beep. And he comes out, but he doesn't come out immediately. He's talking to somebody at the, on the doorstep <coughs> of the house mm-hmm. where he's making the delivery. Beep, beep. And he goes, oh, he said, uh, I'm just, I'm just um, making the delivery. Could you wait five minutes? And I went... Oh, I've already been waiting five minutes. I mean, I've, ready, I've been ready waiting five minutes. He said, but it's only just going to be about five minutes. I said, what, five minutes? And he said, yes. And I said, well, hang on a minute. I said, if you'd care to pull your van up a bit closer, I could get through. Right. <laughs> how, how would that work? You know. And he looked at me, he looked at me if I just sort of try, tried to ask him for give me ten thousand pounds or I'll shoot you. And he went he went Oh all right. And I went, Yeah, that's a good idea, isn't it? Then we're both happy, aren't we, presumably? And I thought I just it was just one of those scratch your head moments. I thought he I was looking for the you know, the hidden camera. I was looking for, <laughs> to see if somebody was pulling my leg. That's really funny. It is really funny, but it's symptomatic of the modern world, isn't it? You know, people get so self-centred, and it's all about them. You know, and, and you know, people, well, you can, you, you could all, you could sit there for ten, you know, ten minutes in your own street, mate. You know, when I, you know, faff about here delivering this. I'm, yeah, if only he had parked properly. But what was it? What, what was taking so long? He made a real meal of the parking as well because he pulled it up a bit, and I still couldn't get through, so I had to reverse back again. You know, that's a funny phrase, reverse back. You can't reverse forward, but I had to reverse back again. And, and say, look, come up a bit more, you pillock, which he finally did. And then I drove through and went on my way. But I thought, I just it was just surreal. I thought, you know, anybody with an ounce of sense would, would see why he left the van like that in the first place. But he, there was no need to leave the van like that at all. He could have pulled it up straight, you know, squared it up on the curb. But he didn't. But so, what was he doing? I mean, that, that's the thing I'm curious about. What was he doing in whose person's, that person's house? Ah, yes, of course. Well, I was looking for the, the housewife in a house coat, but there was no sign of one. <laughs> Well, maybe he killed her. Maybe that's why he's um, took him a while. Maybe Just get on with that body, dear. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. I don't know. You know, uh, our street is quite long, I suppose, but I I don't know the names of anybody. I know the names of my immediate neighbours. They're mm. the ones I sort of surreptitiously go out in, the, in you know, around about Christmas time, stick a few Christmas cards through their door, and they do vice versa. But apart from that, it, once it goes about three doors down, 
that's it. <laughs> I don't know who's in our street. Yet, I could tell you the name of everybody that was in my street as a child. So what is it? Why, why don't we, you know, why don't we do that? We, why, have we, why have we lost the art of being, you know, neighbourly? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not bad where I am, the street where I am, I have to say. Mm. I know... I'm really good friends with my next-door neighbours. Mm. Oh, yeah, you got, um, I got that impression that you know your, your street reasonably well. Yeah, we barbecue all the time, and they used to cat sit for me and like, look after their cat or dog when they go. Oh, right, OK. And, so, yeah, we, we're really good friends. And then the next one up I know to talk to, mm. and she's nice, mm. she's a couple, but I don't socialise with her, but I know, you know, we talk in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next one up is grumpy as hell. <laughs> and then I don't know anyone until the top of the road. yeah. She's this big sort of chunk in the middle then, is her with with the no-go zone? Well, and then the one at the top of the road, um, I've told you about him before, and I'm not going to say that on live on air. Oh, yes. It's not live. I'm not going to say it on air. He's just... um, Yeah, yeah, I think... Yes, I remember you mentioning him. Yeah, we don't... No, 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 the people on the other side. And we used to have this bloke next door from Wales. Oh, yes. He used to play the tuba badly (laughs) outside, (laughs) (laughs) half-naked. And um, fine, you know, if you want to yeah. be shirtless, playing to the conifer, why not? You used to yeah. set it up like a, a metre or two in front of the conifer, yeah. facing the conifer. And he had sheet music there, and he'd play the tuba it's a street to the conifer. The conifer was really tall. Yeah. Did it help the conifer grow, you know? Like, yeah, probably. Like Prince really Charles tall. used to talk, well, King Charles as he is now, he used to talk to his plants, didn't he? Got a lot of yeah, stick, got a lot of stick for that, yeah. And then I know a few people down, and then there's people opposite I know, and one of them is quite social, so... Um, yes, yeah, so I know quite a few people around on the estate. Yeah, we don't. I, mean, I, I don't know if it's... I won't sort of name where I live, but it, it, it doesn't seem to be, you know, the most outreaching of places. <laughs> but then I, I sort of kind of outreach to them to a degree. Oh, so do I. I, I do. I mean, um, I, I always say on my kind of daily walks, I'll say hello to everybody I pass. Most of them walk walk into fraternity, which will, which will sort of speak back to you. You know, they'll mm. say good morning. And the dog walkers in particular, you know, yeah, you know maybe make a, make a fuss of their dog and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, there are people who will, you know, downcast their glance rather than say good morning to you. Yeah, usually young ones. Yeah, Just quite. don't know where to look. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> He's talking to me, mister. <laughs> <laughs> this young girl nearby and she goes running a lot. She's got the grumpiest face in ever. Because yeah, she's and, running. Um, she's obviously clear got some issues. Bloody running. Sort of yeah, but running. Run. I tried running when I was younger. Bloody hell. I thought, who does this? Me? I know you do. Well, I used to I know until I, I knackered my knees. No, I, I, I mean, love running. I know people, so many people have told me they love running and I'm sure it, it gets addictive because if... The same with me while walking, I would have, I, my view of walking was, well, what do I need to walk for? I don't need to get there, I don't need to walk. But, you know, I, I enjoy going out for me walk now, so I can it's see. It's nice walking, it's very meditative. It is, yeah, but I tend to over-meditate with it because, I, I you know, I go with a, an audio book all the time. Didn't you get run over? Yeah, well, I'm very careful. I am very careful because, you know, certain, certain people won't stop. And uh, I'm, I don't have to cross very many roads, but I'm very aware of it, you know. And... Uh, the uh, I always find the books better than music because I love music. Music was my first and for- foremost thing, really. Yes, I've noticed. But I did find that um, you know because you were listening to something, not less was brand new. You knew where it went, and then instead of I use I use it, the book as a diversionary tactic, you know, because of it, the book's engaging. I forget I'm walking. Mm. Whereas if it's a, if it's an album I like, I, I know it and I tune out of the album and, and I tune into walking and go bloody hell, three miles to go yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know that kind. But it, it, yeah, well, yeah. 
Are you, are you, do you have a circuit or do you, yeah. do you go there and back? No, I, I've got a circuit. I've got a, I've got a circuit which is just on five and a half miles. But it's not very exciting because um, it's, it's around the streets, really. Uh, but it's um, it just a lot, you know, I do loops of blocks, really. Uh, mm. I know from my furthest point from home would be about a, a mile. Uh, but I do various different loops of, of you know what they call blocks in America, wouldn't they? Mm. Uh, there's one bit where I walk down a little lane. But the reason I don't go out to the country to do it is because I, I'm a, I, although I like dogs, I'm fearful of them. And I, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, so you don't like dogs. No, I do like dogs, but I'm afraid. You just of don't them. like them. No, I don't, <laughs> you just don't like being like near them. them. No, I'm afraid. Of, well, I, have I like you noticed? them over there, just not over here. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, here's here's Cute a little doggy over there. Stay yeah, there. Yeah, well, here's. <laughs> It's it's the sort of areas where you go to, you know, where they'll have them off a leash. That's the problem, and they sort of run up to you and eat you. And then you know we had this don't. discussion before. They just lick you mostly. Yeah, they lick you to death. Yeah, I know, I know all that. But you know, as slobber all over your trousers. Yeah. How nice. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, but uh, what I've found, and I don't know if you've noticed this, you just do this when you're out walking. Um, the the type and breed of dog is changing. The, the type and breed of dog of preference around here is changing. There's what a lot. Want? Well, these bastard dogs, really. There's a lot of these sort of, you know... All, all Yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. You know, um, and, and they're normally being walked by some right geezer, you know, who has purely got them as a kind of an attack weapon. And yeah. I, see, I see more and more of that now. You know, it's not... There, there's also cockapoos. There's, there's lots of little ones, there's yeah, nice little yeah. ones. What I would call questionable dogs about here in this locality. Yeah, not here as such. I think here you get more like the... Um you know, the little handbag dogs yeah. and the husband's walking them. And you can tell it's obviously clearly the wife's the wife's dog and she doesn't want to go out with it. So it's the bloke with it. It's a little, little yappy little handbag dog. Yes, I've and seen... And they're just looking very foolish. And you can tell in their face. They're like, oh, I wish I had a German Shepherd. Yeah. Or I wish you I had a mask. just tell it. <laughs> <laughs> Glasses on and a trench coat and put the collar up. I'm not walking there. Oh, you don't know me walking this dog. You do have to put effort into the dogs, don't you? teaching them and training do you know what I've been watching and this is really fascinating it's probably really boring for most people to watch there's this guy in the US and he trains horses it's a bit like a, a horse whisperer Ryan Rose yeah and I've been watching his YouTube clips how he um, just teaches the horses and the psychology of the horses and it's fascinating I've watched hours of this stuff instead of writing and I like horses, and yeah. I used to ride horses and oh, stuff. Right, okay. It's just fascinating how he handles the horse and how he, you know, how they come to him and they're, they're a bit shy and they buck and then he can't mm. saddle on them because they're scared of it or mm. whatever. And within like a few minutes, with like a 20-minute clip, he's got them trained. Really? And he does sometimes take, say, it takes him a few days and he's got to go back to it the next day. And But it's absolutely fascinating to watch how he does it. The reason he's doing that is that to calm them down so the owners can ride them and they can sort of... Yeah, stuff like that. So they're usually horses who've got some psychological issues in some way or they were wild. Yeah. Uh, Mustangs. He teaches a few Mustangs as well. He Ah, gets them in from a sanctuary, for example. So they can then be adopted as a riding horse. It's just fascinating to watch how he makes them interested in him. So they initially get scared of him and he gets them interested. Yeah. It's just really good. But cats can read you too, you know. It's like I said with mine. He used to know when I when he's going to the vet, and he used to know when I'm going to flee him because he always um, used to flee him once every so often, and he'd know. Yeah. He just I wouldn't have had anything. I wouldn't need anything in my hands. He just knew. It's like they can read your thoughts. I had another one of those mad dreams again. 
against time. Another one? Well, yeah. yeah, you've got quite a lot of mad dreams. Yeah, things, dreams against time. You know, this was a classic dream against time, and it was one of those dreams that seemed to go on forever. You know, sometimes dreams are just kind of fleeting, fly in, fly out of your mind, and they don't seem to take up much of your time. Yeah. This was an extended situation where I was in a pub, but I had all the documentation together, uh, and I was going to go to. Well, I'll, 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 I'll explain. I had oh. I had documentation in a kit in a kind of a you know a man bag stroke um, briefcase, yeah. and the documentation was for to get a passport. Right. And I, but I had to go to I had to get the um, what's what's it bloody called when you take the train to France? Eurostar. Eurostar. That's it. Yeah. Right. Shuttle. Shuttle. Yeah. So so yeah. So I had all this stuff in the case. Uh, it was documentation to validate a passport and I had I had to go to the St Pancras to Eurostar because I was going to, mm. to the continent but I kept on staying in this pub and I kept on thinking look you're running out of time your train goes at, and I, this is the important thing your train goes at 6.30 and it was about 3 in the afternoon so I can stay a bit longer you know and, and so I had to, it was like the dream was me in the pub having drinks and having a laugh and, and always aware you know always wary of the time and then thinking oh I've got to go down and get this um Documentation. Now, the fact, the idea that you could go and get a passport documentation all done in a passport delivered on the spot is a bit bizarre, anyway, because it normally takes about a year or something. Yeah. And uh, and anyway, I, I then I, I left the pub, you know, with about an hour, and these things kept on happening to thwart me getting to the, the train station. There was roads closed. There were sort of rats going on. I had the streets cordoned off. And I remember getting to the end of the dream almost before I woke up and thinking, I looked at my watch, it was 20 past six, and I thought, well, <laughs> even if you do get it now, you know, the train's going to go. You're going to miss the train. And it seemed like the end of the world then I woke up. <laughs> what was that about? Very frustrating. Listen, I'm having an identity crisis. You're having an identity crisis, passport. Yeah. And now you're be. missing out on life. Yeah, could be. Well, could be. Thank there you, you go. What you want to do is I'll get yourself... I'll send you an invoice. A, yeah, get yourself a tent. <laughs> a tent and a crystal ball and black robes. Set up at your nearest fun fair, Madam B. Ma- Madam B. Oh yeah. Oh, did you get those in your way? Be lucky, darling. Be lucky. You I haven't seen the... them for ages. No, have you? Have, no, I haven't seen one for ages either. It was going to be my kind next question. Half missed them. Be lucky, lads. Be lucky. Lucky Heather. <laughs> Go what, away. Fifty p. Yeah. Fifty p. I want a fiver for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. if the lucky Heather was so lucky, what are you doing selling it yeah, in the so street? Well, I've often wanted to buy it off yourself. But her, the husband's probably sort of standing in the doorway, ready to deck you if you start giving her any cheek. You know, that's the problem, isn't it? It is, yeah. But yeah, we used to have them yeah. all the time. But yeah, you're quite right. I haven't seen one for ages, um, not at all. And the chugger, I haven't seen too many chuggers. You do do still get chuggers in your, in your local town, you know, selling Ooh. chuggers. Well, they're called charity muggers, so they, oh. they 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 were chuggers. They were called. They became quite popular. Be known them as chuggers as the eighties and nineties, because they'd stand there, you know, selling. Um, charity meet you know one of the big charities is would invariably be as well but they were all on commission they were just kids on commission you know so if they signed you up they got commission so it was mm-hmm. kind of very high pressure hey, you know the, one of the one of the joys of getting older is they don't stop you anymore because <laughs> you're outside every demographic that they're they're looking for you know they're looking for 30 they're probably looking for 25 year olds or 30 year olds 40 year olds 50 year olds once you get over that you know they go all oh, right it's not worth it it's not worth it you see, they got no money. There's no point. You know, he's going to be grumpy. Mind you, sometimes it's the rich pensioners, isn't it? They do have money. Yeah, they Some do. Rich yeah. pensioners, but obviously. They, they, yes, not they, many. Yeah, not many. But in they, this country, no, they they seem to be um, 
they seem the demographic they seem to look for is very much your your younger type. So that's quite good. So you don't have to sort of keep on. You know, many's a time in the past I've picked up my phone out of my pocket and started talking into it <laughs> as I walk by. Pretend you're on the yeah, phone. Pretend oh, I'm sorry, on the phone. And I just wave them. Oh, I'm on the phone. You know, you know, make make gestures like you're on the phone. And that's helped me more than one occasion. But well, uh, you could just um, speak foreign. And why not? You don't speak a foreign language. You well, could with no. voices. You could do a strange voice. Yeah, but I, I could. I could go. You just. I don't know. I could just give them a bit of French. Excuse yeah, go They want no. Lock the triomphe. Chambercy Nouvelle. Something like that would work. I often thought of that. Yeah. You know, if I was stopped by muggers, I'd try and try and speak in a foreign language. You know, it probably goes a foreigner get them. No, you just need to stare at them weirdly. <laughs> you know, yeah. just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just look at them really strangely, yeah. and then they're scared of you. Hey, have you seen my spaceship? Or <laughs> <laughs> I've tried the, the John the John Cleese. Or, you know, pretend faint, just faint on the ground before. Yeah. Well, no, then they mug you. You yeah, can't you faint. Get, and lose. You, no, yeah. you can't do that. They just take the wallet off you and run. And then kick you a few times and then run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do that one. No, that's, well, so that, I don't know. On that happy note, we could probably leave now, couldn't we? You know, we? With, with leaving the listener with that edifying thought. Edifying? <laughs> edifying. Sounds like it's edible. Yeah, edifying. Edifying is uplifting, isn't it? Ooh. I don't know. It's oh, just a word I don't know. Well, I'm I bet I'm the foreigner. Ah, hang on. Were you done? No, no almost. Hang on. Were edifying. Now I'm doing a quick bit of Googling. Oh, hand, you're doing live Googling again. Yeah, there we go. Providing moral or intellectual instruction. There you go. Uplifting. Oh, good. Yeah, so that's been, this show has been sponsored today by Edifying. <laughs> uh, uh, goodbye. Oh, give up. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>